I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. I feel like I always start. I was like, I wonder what Kate will do if I don't say anything. I think I just looked at my hair and I think I look insane. I look crazy. What are you talking about? I slept incredibly hard last night. and You needed it. My hair is like, it's just all over the place. It looks the same. (laughs) Not like, I'm not dissing you, but I don't see it. I don't see a difference. Oh my God. Maybe it's just. It's starting, you know what it is doing? It's starting to go up right here. Because you do this a lot now. It's starting to go up right here. Because like you do that a lot. Put my hands through my hair all the time now. That's what I do. You're doing stretch. You're doing like these these things. Am I am I having a receding hairline? <laughs> like I'm not going to go that far. No, but it's go. It's no, starting I don't to- have a receding hairline. I know you don't. I just said I'm not going to go. I'm saying it's going up because you do. You pull your hair back a lot like that. See? And now it goes up. Right. Right. You could bring back like the tidal wave bang from 1980 everything. The tidal wave bang? Yeah. Or we, we all would tease the front of our bangs up and then over. Like it looked like a tidal wave. Like you could oh, yes. a tiny surfer. You could put it on the. Oh, yeah. I, I think a friend of mine in grade school used to do that every day. That was her signature look. It, it was the world's. Well, in the United States. I don't know if it. How are you? How am I? I'm fantastic. I got my gardening on this morning. Mm. The weather's beautiful. And I was like, I really need to get out there. So I had, oh, oh, something just ran into the window. So I'd get up and look, but I'm stuck in my pants couch desk. I can't get out of this. (laughs) Once I go in, I had to call out for Kim a minute ago for my glasses. Because to get out of this situation that I put myself in for 30 minutes is like... (laughs) <laughs> I just realized I could lower the curtain behind me and you could actually see my face without it being so Did you flary. just realize that? I did. I just learned well, that this, trick. Okay. Uh, what? You just completely validated what I was trying to do in our office a couple of weeks ago. You're like, you can't put the desk in front of the window because you're going to be backlit. And I'm like, you pull the shades. Right. And you didn't get it. And now you just did it. And I was slow that. on the uptake. It's okay. 
It happens. Yeah. No, it's fine. What was I talking about? I don't know. It wasn't important. I have no idea. Oh, that I get stuck back here. My knees start to hurt because I'm cramped up <laughs> under a Are your couch legs desk. sticking straight called? out? The, the I try that. Trays. The dinner trays thing. The, the dinner trays. The, the, the sick bay. The sick bay. De- That's totally what I meant. The sick bay yeah, table. Yeah, I, I have to. I, I put them straight and then they start get pins and needles and then I cross my legs. I get pin- I have to. I probably do it like 30 times throughout the podcast. But there's a low clearance. So if your knee hits it, then everything goes flying, right? Everything. That's why I can't move. I was like, Kim, can I get some water, Kim? Can I get my glasses? That's it. I'm in. I could go to the moon. <laughs> Strap in. Okay, go ahead. What? I need to give Mo a bath today. Meet. Oh, we have this planned over here. Oh, you do? Yeah. Is it a is it a, an event in your house as well? Because it is here. Not as, I mean, Mo's five times bigger than Banjo. So no, I would have to say not as big. Mo also hates the bath. She hates I, it. Yeah. It's a Banjo's thing. A, Banjo's pretty good and obedient. She's pretty she good. She doesn't like it. her face being done. The body's fine. Yeah, Mo just sees water coming out and she panics. But she needs a bath, one, because she needs a bath, and two, because she's going to have her she's gonna have her breakthrough role tomorrow. Oh, she's getting camera ready. She's getting camera ready. Ugh, so cute. Tell me everything. And I don't have time to put her through hair and makeup, so I just want to get her prepped and Please ready to go. Please do not today. cut her hair before the are you gonna Kate? I'm not cutting her hair. Okay. She that dog can't have her hair cut. Wait, I feel like you're learning Are we talking about are we talking about her? Wait, no. I when, Her tail that you make look insane when you cut it? Are you talking about her ass chap fur? I'm talking about that and her tail that you love to give a... The ass chaps sometimes need a trim. I'm sorry, they do. I know, but are you going to do it for the... No. Okay, good. No, I don't I don't have time for the grooming. And also, I'm alone. Anna's out of town. So this is... Oh, yeah, you can't do that alone. A one-man one man job today, which is... It limits my uh, capability. I gave you the number of that groomer up the street. I haven't had time. I will. It would save you time if you just dropped her off today. Right. No. And she would be beautiful and she would smell so good. Everyone, all our pants fans would see the gorgeous groomed Mo in her first scene. I'm going to do, do the home. Home job? Okay. I'm going to do the home job. Yeah. But I'm excited for her. I've just, you know, I'm, I've. This is huge. Yeah, it's huge. Well, tell everybody. So, with what? What she's that she's going to be in a scene. She's going to be in a scene. Um, Mo's going to be in a scene. Because Floyd was in a scene back in the day. Well, Floyd was in every season. Right. We would work in a scene where Floyd would be. From, right. I, I I had him by the time we started second season. So second season onward, he was always in an episode. Right. So you're. This is tradition. So I'm. I'm keeping up the tradition. Exactly. Exactly. And I think in, in the environment that we're in tomorrow, it would make sense for Mo to be there. So yes, it's not like I'm putting her at Dana's and she's ordering a drink. Is there a reason you didn't ask for Banjo? Well, I was going to ask you how you felt about Banjo joining. Well, this takes planning. Well, we could have Banjo, but I feel like we could have Banjo. How do you feel about that? I mean, she's she's. Hollywood. She's a Hollywood looking dog. She is a Hollywood looking dog. So she's ready. I mean, yeah. I don't have headshots, but she's got a camera ready face as well. She does. Yeah. Agreed. So agreed. I feel great about that part. The logistics. I mean, that's the problem with we're logistics. We're not together tomorrow. I see. No. Okay. It's the logistics that the that are the issue. 
That is an issue. Because I don't know where you are, but I know where I am and it's far and it's cumbersome to get there. Yeah, no, no. I'm far. I'm I'm very far. I'm out in Malibu tomorrow. Okay. I'm in the exact opposite direction. You're on the east side. Yeah. So. Okay. So, you know what? Maybe if there's a season four, Banjo can show up. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was thinking about Banjo, just so you know, I was thinking about Banjo. And the only reason why I didn't bring it up is because of this exact problem, logistics. Oh, no, we, you know, I was kidding. I wasn't. I had considered it because I talked to Anna about it. And I said, oh, I'd love to get the two of them. How do we get Banjo? How do we get Big Banjo? Are you going to get Mo to be able to walk through this scene or is she going to lay down? That's up to her. Whatever motivates her. Okay. Oh, motivates. Get yeah, it? Whatever motivates her. Motivates. Motivates. <laughs> she could be a true diva tomorrow. She might not want to come out of her trailer. I don't know how it's going to be. I've been working on keeping her ego in check all all week, saying, look, don't let this get to your head. You never know, though, until they show up on set, how someone's going to act. Precisely. I mean, that's the same with actors. Right. I hope Mo. You know, you meet them out and you're like, oh, they're really nice. And then if you work with them, you're like, like wow. Some of them, you're like, oh, oh, no, you're like this, that to people. Yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a real eye opening experience when you see that. I hope Mo doesn't start asking me what time she's going to rap. Right. That's that would be flag number one. Yeah. I think you'll find out early in the day. Yeah. 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 So that's the day tomorrow. Does she have any lines? No, no, no. If I can work in an improv, maybe, but I don't. I don't think so. It's it's just for the looks. Does she have a scene partner? She will have a scene partner. This is very exciting. I everyone's going to be on the edge of their seat till what is this going to air in like January, February? Uh, yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah, probably in the winter All for right. sure. It's a long wait. But it's a long wait, but still, I'm prepping the girl now. You can fill us in next week too. How it all went? I can absolutely. I have, I have high hopes and I, we, you know, we. Well, tell we, her I said break a leg. I will. I will. I will. So this week we advertised for some call-ins, I think. That's right. Yeah. Some questions. We haven't done these in a while. No, we did. A couple, we had one like a little bit ago. That was a long time ago. It was. Yeah. Okay. It feels like a long time ago. Okay. Well, hey, here it is. There's okay. more. Okay. Great. Let's hear it. Hi, ladies. This is Dr. T, a licensed psychologist in New York. I have more of a challenge than a question, and I'll preface it with this. Anytime a, a therapist comes on screen, no matter what they do or say, I always pause and ask my wife, who's another fellow psychologist, would you ever do or say this? And the answer is always no, never. It made me think of that and Tina's therapist. So the challenge is, can you identify a positive or good or good enough on-screen therapeutic relationship between a therapist and a patient. Thanks. Good luck and much love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan Foxworthy. Leisha, I know Leisha, I know I know you hate Dan Foxworthy and you have every right to. I do. I I had to go through some old clips last week to find a, a reference for something. As I was scrubbing through trying to find this reference I, I scrubbed by a scene with you having a session with Dan Foxworthy. Yes. What? Who was I with? Don't remember. I just saw you. 
and then I saw Dan Foxworthy. I scrubbed through it. I wasn't watching. I was I was scrubbing through things to find something. I thought, uh oh. What you thought? Uh, t- say everything. What do you mean? You thought, uh oh. Alice went to Dan Foxworthy. And. I don't know how it went. I didn't. Wa- I didn't. I didn't. Oh, you didn't, I didn't watch, watch the scene. No, no I was looking for a terrible story. <laughs> I'm just saying, for the amount of hate you have for Dan Foxworthy, your character goes there and has a session with him. I'm not Alice. I understand, okay. but it made me laugh seeing your face, knowing how you feel I see, talking I see. to this guy. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I really wish, Kate, that you had a follow through with that story because now I. I have so many questions that you're. I'm sorry. That was me. I'm sorry to build it up just to break it down with nothing good. But it was that was that that was the moment you and his face in the same room together. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Ladies, we can all bond over this one. Imagine a bra that you actually want to wear. They're hard to find. We all know it. We've been through how many bra brands. Ugh. And you're like, I like this about it, but not this, or they're just uncomfortable. Well, today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game. It's real. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. It's cool. It's like these little, I can't even describe it, like these little bone things. And it's like, I don't know how they do it, but it's brilliant. Plus, they've made fabric that's so soft, it feels like second skin. So you immediately feel and see the difference. So it's next level comfortable. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off, honeylove.com slash pants. Now, after you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please, please support our show and tell them pants sent you. Honeylove.com slash pants. Treat yourself to honey love because you deserve it. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, there is. Well, no. Okay. I can't say that I think this is a healthy therapeutic relationship. It's actually the opposite, but I found it to be one of the greatest. Tony and Dr. Malfi. Is that yours? I mean, they're great. Oh, I thought you were going to mention the Sopranos. That's the thing. No, I mean, no, the caller's saying that not only them, that, that her and her, I think, wife or girlfriend are both therapists and they don't. They've never seen anything on TV that represents what a real therapy session, a healthy therapy session is like. Mm -hmm. I have to agree, but I think more fun to watch one that's not good. Like there's one, Amy Ryan played a character on In Treatment on the HBO series. I love Amy Ryan. And I watched every, I skipped through the other ones just to watch her series of 
therapy sessions. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's as good as some of the TV we have going on today. Amazing television. Like you can just watch her sessions in a row. There's a reality series on Showtime that Anna got addicted to a couple months ago called Couples Therapy. And it's a reality documentary series about Isn't couples. that on Showtime? Yeah, it's on yeah. Showtime. Different couples going in to see this same therapist. She swears by it. She oh, thinks it's okay. the greatest show. She loves the therapist. So she, that's reality. That Those aren't characters, though. Yeah. I'm just thinking of things on television. But I never watched In Treatment, so I can't comment. I just, but I have watched The Sopranos. I wouldn't call that a healthy relationship. But you're right. It's television. You know, I, I don't want to watch a, a real one that goes well and somebody, they can heal in the end, but I don't want it to be a boring ride. What was that show with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant that came out a while ago? You saw that. It was on HBO. Yeah, it was a What's mini series. It was so over the top. The, the finale yeah, was of that was insane. Yeah, it was absurd. But what I think the her undoing. character, the undoing, I think her character was in therapy. Her char- No, her character was in therapy on the other show. Oh, on The Big Little Lies. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Actually, what's that woman's name? The woman who's playing the therapist. But do you think she helped? She stayed with her husband. I don't know if she actually got help. No, but I really liked that. I really liked those scenes with those two characters together. Well, yeah, the scenes are great. So I don't know if that was based. I don't know if I was watching it to say that was real or not. I just enjoyed it because it felt real to me watching it, if that makes sense. Right. What was her name? I mean. Great actor. I don't. It's not really a therapist, but Coleman's performance as Ali on. Oh, yeah. Euphoria as Rue's sponsor is. Inc- that's incredible. TV. I mean, I would say that's a healthy. Oh, yeah. Amazing relationship. That ep- but not a therapist. I see the No, difference. he's more of a... I'm not he's, claiming he's a therapist. He's a sponsor. He's more of a... He's a sponsor, a mentor. That episode of Euphoria, the standalone at the diner. At Christmas, yeah. Ooh. Some of the, one of the best things I've seen. Ever. Ever. Well, I don't know. I have to think about that. But that's my answer. That's the answer off the top of my head. The actor from Big Little Eyes is Robin Weigert. Oh, yeah. Robin, Robin Weigert. Great actor. I forgot she played that. She was Calamity Jane on Deadwood. That's right. She's been in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Really, really solid. Hi, Kate and Leisha. I'm Wen. I'm 21 years old, and I go to art school in New York City. I need the great old advice on falling for your friends. So me and this girl met freshman year of college, and we slowly started to hang out together with mutual friends. Flash forward two years, and I have the most heart-wrenching crush on her that you could imagine. I mean, I grew so close to her. We spent like all of quarantine talking on the phone for hours and hours and hours. And I I just connected to her in a way I never really experienced with anyone before. The thing is that this has also made us just the bestest friends. And it's come along with like a friend group that we have in common. We're also the closest in the friend group. And... I just have no idea if what we do only platonic to her or if she might feel the same way at all. I have absolutely no clue. <laughs> I would rather really not lose her in the case that it does make things weird because I do cherish our friendship so much. She means so much to me. Um, so what would you guys do? Do you think it's worth it to tell her instead of forever wondering if she feels the same way? Or do you think bringing it up at this point will just 
make everything awkward for us and our friends and ruin everything. Because then I'm going to need some serious advice on getting over her. You go first. I have That's a, a pickle. Hit. Oh, I think it's, I feel, I feel very clear about my answer. Then go ahead. Okay. I think for sure you have to say something because it's going to fester. And I feel like her behavior might start changing around her friend because of this these feelings she's holding it inside. already could have changed for all. Right. So, I th- But I think if, if you just try to hold it in, that's, I don't know. I don't think, I don't see that going well. So why not admit it? And if you're so close with this person, I feel like the two of you could navigate through your friend not feeling the same way back or moving forward. I think the truth, you have to, you know, set the truth free. And then everyone can deal. Yeah, what's tricky though is it's is your I I always have follow up questions to these calls, and I know I'm not going to get the answer, but there you have to consider a few factors. One is this friend in a relationship. I don't think so. That she would have. They would. Are they in a relationship that they're happy in or not happy in? Both of you are single. It's a safer place to do that, but. That if that person's in a relationship, it makes it makes it more oh, muddy. Well, that should have been mentioned. Yeah, I don't I, think I so. Agree. I would like to know specifics. I'm going to say probably not. Cause... But let's assume she's single. Yes. Friend, okay, that's what just I think. for the sake of argument. I agree. Yeah, you got to get it out. Otherwise, it's going to fester. It's going to make you feel sick, and you're going to and what you once felt as excitement is just going to bog you down and make you sad and depressed and worried. And you, life is too short to have any of those feelings. I. I agree, Leash, that if they are close and uh, if they are as close as this, this caller has said they are, that they'll just be water off a duck's back. And and even if they don't wind up in a relationship, they can move forward. But the r- realistic side of me says, eh, things might get a little cloudy for a bit. And the dynamic between them may shift just because if it's not a mutual feeling, well, that's the, it that's can get the, a little yeah. funny. It could get a little funny. I know, but I think they can make it through. And let's talk about the good the good outcome. What if? But to be patient and letting it kind of level level the emotions out a bit if it's not a mutual feeling. You have to give it some time. It might be funny for a bit until you find your footing again. That's not what funny. Ha ha. Obviously. Funny is in this is particular circumstance. <laughs> but Kate, talk about the possibility of. You know, and I was giving worst case scenario. First. Okay, go go to the best. Best case scenario is that this person agrees, and you had the gumption and courage to say it first. And oh, because they'll have like a lot of respect. So like, Ugh, I've been wanting to say it too. Well, they'll just be like, "Thank God you said it first. I didn't like. I would. I didn't know how to say it. I'm so glad you brought it up. Yes, I feel the same way. Let's. Yes, let's. Do yeah, it. I was so scared to tell you, and I didn't. But I wanted. I didn't yeah. know how you would feel, but yeah, like. That's the best case scenario. That's true. You kind of get, you get points, brownie and points. And I hope it happens. I, I really, really, really hope it happens. I like hearing happy endings. Oh, yeah. And you're both in art school. It feels like a really good lesbian movie that I would watch. Yeah. You're also in New York. I know. It's all of it kind of perfect. It's kind of like if it all works out, it's picturesque, the whole thing. I'm, I've already pictured you walking through Central Park and going to get an ice cream. Oh, I pictured you two walking around the Lower East Side and going shopping and getting a coffee. 
Yeah, all that. Wandering around. Let, let us know when the movie comes out. <laughs> I want to see it too. I wish I could pull my blinds right now, side subject here, because the lighting on the right side of my face is so upsetting. Are you getting, man, it doesn't look that way. But do you feel you're being burnt? Like you have sun no, damage? No, it's just, it's lighting my age. And it's, the, mm. the side that's not lit looks much better. No, it's not. Do you see it? Look. No. Oof. No. Okay, go ahead. No. I, but I can't get up to pull the blinds down. That's the problem. No, you're trapped with your, <laughs> with your sick bay table. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi there. So my name is Dominique, and I'm calling from L.A. Uh, so I recently moved to Los Angeles right before the pandemic, so I'm pretty new here. And I came here to study screenwriting. Now I'm working at a talent agency. And so my question has to do with sort of both of those things. You know, having to deal with actors, I just get very curious. What stands out to you the most in a script when you, like, read it originally? You know, like, what would make you immediately want to pass on something or immediately want to, like, make you a tape or something? I just got kind of curious to know what the perspective is like on your end of things <laughs> since I'm working on exactly the other side from the agency and the screenwriting perspective so yeah that's my question and as a bonus question i would love to know <laughs> kate i mean i'm sure you have tried a lot of brazilian food leisha i'm gonna assume that kate has probably shared some of that with you because of anna and all and i'm actually born and raised in brazil so i was curious to know what are your favorite brazilian foods that you've uh, had a chance to try uh, so yeah, anyways, I'm so sorry. I'm super nervous. My English is failing me, so I'm going to go. But thank you all so much for listening. And I uh, can't wait to hear from you guys. Well, she's adorable. I want, I want to adorable. know what agency she's working for. Me too. And in the lit department, probably, if she's... Yeah, lit, lit department for sure. Probably, right? Yeah. Here's the thing with me with scripts. Because, and I've actually learned a lot about this being on the other side of things. Like we are, we're, we're sort of privy to like, we don't make casting decisions, but we're, we see how it all kind of happens now on the other side that I feel like I'm always really clear on scripts that I've been sent that are where they're just casting this wide net, you know, where it's like, you know, all ethnicities uh, within the ages of, you know, 35 to 50, I just feel like you're you're one of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people getting the same script. And so I usually pass on things that I feel like, unless it's really keyed into me specifically, and I know that the people who sent it are like, I'm looking for someone exactly like you. I'm I'm a big passer of those things because I think it, it it feels like it wastes my time and it. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good point. That's smart. Yeah, it has to. I just have to feel like I know that I can play that part and bring what I do to it. Yeah. Sometimes you read things and you think, sure, in theory, I could do that. But do I have that that essence to 
to really take it to the next level. And that's not always the case. But in terms of like red flags in scripts that I see when I read it, yeah, actually, I do have a red flag. It's, I don't mind stage direction, character, whatever your character's name, character X walks to the door because you have to get the character X has to get out of the room at the end of the scene. That doesn't bother me. That's just to understand the, the blueprint of what's happening. What are red flags to me in scripts are when I see stage directions, emotions written as stage directions. Like Leisha looks down at her phone. She contemplates her future, but she asks herself, is this the road I really want to go on? She remembers her family and thinks to herself, would they be proud of me making this choice? Right, because that subtext, the actor yeah, should like, just... And you're never going to see that. Well, if you did, I, I mean, I honestly, like if you did see that, you'd look insane. <laughs> you would look truly insane. So when I read those sorts of things, I think to myself, okay, this writer does not understand how actors work. Number two, they don't trust, they don't trust the actors to do their job. And number three, they are directing through writing, which means you don't understand what we do for a living. Like the idea is that emotions look different on everybody. You can't write, and to do that, you have a result-oriented performance instead of finding something special and surprising that maybe wasn't on the page. So when I read stuff like that, I think, eh, this is micromanaging. Yeah, it's also just not, I mean, I really like what you just said about not knowing what the actor does to get where they need to go and not trusting that. You're, you're indicating to the person what, what you want instead of letting them find it. Yeah, that's weak writing. You're right. It's weak result. It's result-oriented result writing. And it's an insult, to be honest. I mean, because... it's the same thing they say. And, you know, maybe this is a great suggestion to give her is, you know, in directing, they say every director should take acting classes because they need to understand what an actor goes through to get there. So it helps you direct an actor better if you understand the process. And you, you know, you and I know, like working with certain directors that you can tell have never worked with. Um, or well, she was asking acting. about, she was asking. No, about I know, writing. but I'm saying I, I can see the same thing. Yeah. Would help you in writing, which yes. I think would probably help them not do what exactly what you're talking about, which is, well, I don't know how they're going to understand what I'm writing. So let me tell them what to feel. Whereas if you took a class and you get it, you would probably wouldn't write those things. Well, again, that goes down to like what goes back to your first point, Leash, with casting. It's like it's all down to casting. You cast well. You trust who you hire. Let them bring everything to life and let them surprise you. And like you said, when you get a broad net audition saying we're casting from 15 to 50. <laughs> That's really broad. <laughs> and anybody and anybody. It's it's just like, well, you know, I, I hope that I hope I hope you find the person that really, really speaks to this part. Otherwise, you're not going to trust the person you hired. Like it has to it's it's about specificity and characters and seeing something in an actor that can. That will surprise you as opposed to them just playing the idea that, that someone has, someone who's written this or directed this has in their head. I know, but a lot of writers write with people in mind. Mm -hmm. They do, yeah. Even knowing they'll probably, not probably, but knowing the chances of getting maybe said person is not 
an easy road. Yeah, for sure. You know, you picture people. Oh, 100%. Did we answer her question? I don't know. I was thinking the same. Did we answer I don't it? Know. I just gave my red flag. That's all. Yeah, you answered it. And then they. Okay. I liked your. And I then she what you asked said. about your favorite Brazilian food. Oh, oh Brazilian yeah. food. I love Brazilian food. Let me see if I can pronounce their names properly. Anyone who speaks Portuguese will probably want to smack me. I like Ponjuqueju. Okay, well, for us, can you tell us what that is? Oh, sorry. It's Ponjuqueju. Brazilians have these like fun little treats. They're like little individual treats. Ponjuqueju. Oh, you brought me one. No, what is it though? It's a Ponjuqueju. You're like half stories today. Sorry, it's Ponjuqueju. It's like there's there's it's it's like a little ball. There's some bread in it. It's like cheese bread, but it's in a ball and it's very airy. Mm. I think that's Poncho mm-hmm. Cajun. How big is the ball? Like a big, like gumdrop? No, it's bigger than a gumdrop. It's like that. It's like a donut hole. Yeah, it's like a little bit, maybe a little bit larger than a donut hole. Depends on who's making them. Like golf ball size. Farafa. Do you know what farafa is? You've had some. Anna made it. Like there's a lot of stews. I'm sure I've had these things, but I wouldn't know. There's a lot of, a lot of stew-like cuisine. And I haven't had that, no. You would love it. Oh, uh, kofi? You would love kofi. Is it I coffee? love a cup of coffee. No, 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 no. It's not coffee. Oh. It's kofi. It's greens. It's like it, it, they're greens, like like kale or something that's shredded and it's sautéed and it's and it's and it's delicious. That sounds great. Where's Anna? Every time I need her, she's always out of town. She, I working. feel like are you are you still married? That's what I'm. Wondering. I am married. I can assure you. I just don't know where she is to give me the proper pronunciation. Do you hide her away? I haven't seen Anna in so long. Now I'm suspect of this everything. All of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute. You missed her. She visited. She visited set last week. Yeah, those are the two things that are falafel. I'm on the spot now, so I'm getting nervous, and I can't remember the other things. It sounds like falafel, but not really. It's falafel, falafel. Then there's these really good little malt chocolate things that are made at Christmas, and they're 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 amazing, and they're sort of like chocolate fudgy taffy things i don't know that's my answer what a terrible answer you like that you God. sound like you like a lot of the treats the treats are so good oh my god i gave the worst answer ever i think you banged out like five things that was great i'm not proud of my performance in that one i'm like you it. know anna's gonna have a huge problem with that answer she's been texting a lot lately with like the hell are you talking about on pants <laughs> I'm like, what'd we say? I don't know. <laughs> I know. She's like, I need to get on pants and rectify a few things. This is not going to go over well. She's going to be like, Kate, Kate. She's going to say, what, you like this and you like that. And yet, yes, I know. I know. What What about blah, blah, blah. And what about you love this? And I've made you this eight times. I know. I know. And on the it's spot. It's going to come on, down on me too, because I know I've eaten a lot of this stuff. I mean, yeah, I know. And Listen. nothing comes to mind right now. The second I get put on the spot to answer something, my brain goes blank. You should type up like a little Brazilian like cheat sheet because you get asked a lot of Brazilian questions. I've noticed. Yeah, I should. Okay, what's next? (laughs) (laughs) We should probably stop talking about Brazil at all right now because I'm already feeling the heat of Ana. I'm going to get my ass handed to me when she comes back after she hears this. Well, good luck with washing Mo. Best of luck and leg breaking tomorrow. Thank you. Good luck tomorrow out in Malibu. Thanks. Gorgeous. I think it's also... Yeah, it's a long drive. It is a long drive. I know, I know, but it's okay because the outcome is very pretty. Well, I guess I'll see you next week. Will I even see you this week? I bet I won't even see you this I'm week. I'm going to pop... I'll, you'll see me popping in and out. Okay. 
All right. Well, a lot of popping this week. All right. Well, when you're popping, make sure you pop over to me and give me a hug. I will. Always. Okay. Thank you. All right. I love you. Okay. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Kate Menig, and Leisha Haley. Produced by Melissa D. Montz. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow Pants on Instagram, at the Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS. And graphics are by Love Fox. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.